0: This is the From Want to Hunt podcast, where we give you the information to take you from want to hunt. Thank you for listening to the From Want to Hunt podcast. My name is David Mefford. This is the first episode of what I hope to grow into the place that anyone that wants to hunt can come and find out what they need to move from wanting to hunt to being a hunter. If you have any questions, for me or any comments about the show, please email me at hunt at gmail.com. A little bit about me. I'm a tech professional. I've worked in IT most of my life. Although a lot of my family hunt, it wasn't something that appealed to me until around 2014 when I had venison chili for the first time. Even though my family members hunt, they hunt for antlers, looking for big bucks, white tailed deer kind of hunting. Uh, the pursuit of antlers never appealed to me. And the meat from their hunts, although never went to waste, wasn't the goal of their hunt. And it was never served at family events. It was just kind of something they had when, you know, they didn't have anything else to make. Uh, In 2015, I had a cousin take me out on my first real hunt. That day we went out, sat for several hours at the base of a tree where we knew deer traveled. We didn't see anything. On our way out of the woods, we saw three does 250 yards away. I took the rifle my cousin had brought for me, a rifle I had never shot before, put the crosshair for the Well, right between the two and 300-yard line on the scope on the biggest of the does, right over the lungs, and pulled the trigger. Although I'd fired guns before, I'd never taken any shots over a 100 yards, much less with a rifle I'd never shot. Uh, My shot was a little bit too far back. I hit her in the intestines. Uh, She went 50 yards, laid down. We went to get closer so we could get a better shot to finish the deal, you know, so she didn't suffer, so we could harvest the meat she got back up and ran as soon as we started walking not even when we got close just as soon as we started uh, we waited a bit found her laying down 300 yards away from there this time laying over on her side uh we thought she had expired so we went and got the atv uh to bring the deer back up to the barn to get started processing the meat and everything uh and it was a good half mile walk back going open and closing gates both ways uh when we got back, she's still there, still laying down. We parked about 30 yards away from her, uh, but as soon as we shut off the ATV, she got up and ran. So this whole time, thought she was dead. Uh, we spent the next six hours tracking blood, uh, got thinner and further apart uh, till we couldn't find any more blood. Uh, the experience really hit me hard. I felt terrible for making the deer suffer. I didn't go back out for the rest of the 2015 season. Uh, it really affected me that much. Early 2016, I bought my own hunting rifle, started doing a ton of research into hunting, and I practiced with my rifle throughout the year, so come deer season, I'd be ready. In 2016, I shot and successfully harvested two deer. Both deer expired in their tracks, didn't have to track the deer down, no running away. Uh, The 2015 hunting experience still weighs on my mind, and I realized there wasn't a lot of really good information just aimed at beginning hunters. I created the podcast to try and be that source, to help anyone of any background, any age, to be able to hunt and have the information they need so they can go out and be successful. I know this episode is called Why to Hunt, but I did want to start with why not to hunt. I know that seems counterintuitive if I'm trying to recruit new hunters, but there are some things that may turn people away from hunting that I feel are barriers to entry that are hard to overcome. Uh, If these barriers are going to stop you from hunting, you should know before you commit yourself only to change your mind when you find out later. So before you waste your money or anything, keep these things in mind. Now first, hunting's an investment. Uh, not just a monetary one for your gear, but it's a large investment of time. If you don't have money to buy a rifle or buy a bow and you don't see an easy way to save up and get that money, or you have a friend or family member, you don't have a friend or family member, rather, willing to let you borrow a weapon, hunting may be out of reach for you right now. But the time aspect comes into place because you need to Practice. A rifle or shotgun doesn't require as much practice as, say, a bow would, but you need to be familiar with whatever weapon you're going to take out and know your limitations of that weapon. I don't always do it, but I try to shoot my gun monthly, and at a minimum, I try to take at least 30 minutes a week to shoot my bow. Uh, More when it comes closer to hunting season on both of those. You also need to spend time scouting an area where you plan to hunt. Even if you don't have equipment like a stand, blind, feeders, trail cameras, you still need to put in the legwork to get out there, find places where you can be fairly certain you can hunt safely from, and that you're going to see the animals that you're after. Uh, This kind of goes with the time factor, but if you're not in shape, and I don't mean your weight, I mean your muscular strength and endurance, hunting might not be for you if you aren't willing to get in shape. Depending on where and what you're hunting, you could have a long walk to your spot. You don't want to expend all of your energy just getting to your hunting location, uh, because you also need to be able to haul in any gear, such as a blinder stand, and then once the hunt is over, you have to haul all of that gear back out and be able to get the animal back out as well. Uh, and my final reason that I think is a large barrier entry of why not the hunt is that failure is the norm. So the story I told opening up, that's, uh, I mean... A really good example, if you're hunting deer, um, a lot of deer hunters will tell you they've lost deer. Um, uh, Another part of the failure, you might go days, weeks, or a whole hunting season without seeing the animals you're after. So if that's going to hit you too hard, if you can't take that failure, then that might not be for you. Because you could get nervous, have an equipment malfunction, or dozens of other things that cause you to, even if you have a shot, miss it entirely, wound an animal without killing it, um with a bad shot you might be able to recover the animal that you wounded due to property you might not be I'm sorry due to property line boundaries uh just not finding the animal or the animal getting taken by predators before you recover it if you cannot accept that failure on many levels is part of the process then hunting is not for you you may be thinking of other reasons that you might not be able to get into hunting and I want to address those reasons and let you know why they aren't reasons not to hunt also, while I mention deer hunting quite a bit, I'll also discuss hunting of other animals. If you think because you live in a hunt live in a suburb, I'm sorry because you don't own a gun or because you don't know what to do with an animal after the shot or reasons not to hunt these and more will be covered in later episodes. I would also enjoy if you send me questions or things you might think will hold you back from hunting, so I can help you and others that might also have those questions find ways to be able to hunt that'll have been a downer why you why should you hunt? Or even, why should anyone hunt? This question will have a different answer for everyone, but there are some universal things that make hunting a great thing to do and support. My personal reason for hunting, which doesn't have to be your reason, is twofold. First, I really enjoy the meat from the deer I harvest. My wife and I don't buy much red meat from the grocery store since I started hunting, because we both prefer the flavor and price of what I can go out and harvest myself. Second, uh, my father-in-law has an issue with deer getting into his crops. uh, With you know, It's just kind of an accepted part of farming. The deer on his property got gotten out of control. Uh, in 2015, there were over 40 deer on his 110 acres on any given day, just hanging out, not afraid of people or anything because they didn't get hunted. They saw his property as a safe place to be, and uh, the hunting pressure kind of changed that. Other people have told me they want to get into hunting because they're against what many people call factory farming. Some people don't like the treatment of farmed animals and will only eat what they hunt. I personally believe it's a noble cause, but I don't know that I could hold myself to that standard. A really great reason to hunt is a benefit it brings to the environment. Uh, We as humans like being safe, and we've done a lot to get rid of natural predators to keep that safety. Hunting allows humans to take responsibility for the lack of predators and keep populations in check. Uh, So going back to deer as our example, uh, why do populations have to be kept in check? Why can't we just let the deer live and farm our meat or even be vegetarian. The truth of the matter is, if we did not hunt, the deer would start to die of starvation and disease faster than hunters lower the population each year by hunting them, putting the entire species at risk. Wildlife management agencies keep tabs on populations and make sure things are getting hunted to keep sustainable, healthy populations as much as possible. With hunting becoming less popular than it used to be, this means some areas are already seeing overpopulation issues. While a proper population size wouldn't entirely prevent collisions with cars it would greatly cut it back and that's just one of the reasons to keep them in check what some people may not realize is that hunting benefits everyone not just the hunters the purchase of your hunting and fishing license firearms and ammunition all go to fund the agencies that maintain public lands your state and national parks are funded by hunters buying their licenses. If you like to go hike in a public area, and you like the safety net of having park rangers come to rescue you if you get lost or injured, that land is maintained and the park ranger is paid, mostly by money spent by hunters. If you don't agree, look online uh, for the budget report for your local Department of Natural Resources and see where their income comes from. A lot of them do publish that online. I can pretty much guarantee you that's from things hunters are spending money on. If you don't want to hunt, but still want to support conservation efforts, you can go buy a hunting or fishing license to help support those efforts, even if you have no plans to use it. Another great reason to hunt, and this one's kind of subjective, uh, but it's that being outdoors is relaxing. When you can sit outside and just hear the wind and the wildlife, it lets you stop worrying about work or any of your other current stress factors and just be outside and relax. I see animals maybe one in three times I go out to hunt and actually have an opportunity to take a shot a lot less than that. But the times I don't see anything, I don't feel like my time was wasted just because I got to go out and relax. If relaxation isn't your thing, the adrenaline rush when you see that animal coming towards you is better than the rush I've gotten from any roller coaster I've been on. Just great to watch you know, an animal come in even if you don't have a shot, even if it's not the animal that's in season. Just great to watch that animal before it realizes you're there. Uh, just a great thing to watch. I know there are tons more benefits to hunting and reasons to get into hunting, but that's all I have time for at the moment. If you want to get into hunting, or a new hunter, or just want to listen to someone talk about hunting, stay tuned. I'll be doing a series of episodes to cover the common questions like, where do I start? Where can I hunt? How do I hunt? And what do I do after I take the shot? If there's something you want covered, please email me. My email address is hunt at gmail.com, and I'll also post it in the description of the podcast. After I get the basics out of the way, I plan bringing on more seasoned hunters to talk about what they think makes them a successful hunter and things they would do differently if starting hunting today. I'm very interested in hearing from my audience as well, so I can tailor information to you. Please send me an email, let me know what animals you want to hunt, and where you'll be hunting at. I also currently have a small social media presence. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. On all three, you can find me under the name From Want to Hunt, all one word. Uh, because I closed Before I close out, rather, I did want to give credit for the music in the intro. The track is Eyes Gone Wrong by Kevin MacLeod. His website is incompetech.com, and the track is used and licensed under the Creative Commons license by Attribution 3.0. Thank you for tuning in, and I look forward to posting my next podcast, where I'll be discussing how to get started, mainly aimed at those who have never hunted before. Have a great day, and happy hunting.